last week on How to Forgive. There is enough on this stage that we can sit down by this campfire and have a conversation and you not believe it's us against you and that we're going to give you theories out of the Bible that we have not practiced from being molested to being divorced to being rejected and abandoned. We stand here today to tell you that our fathers, the invisible man and the ex-wife have all been forgiven. Forgiveness is the only medicine for pain that doesn't have a side effect. This is what the enemy does with patterns. You become who and what you don't forgive. I'm struggling literally to keep it together. Do you know how many people who are headed hellward because they can't get this word? Hey, everybody, we're right back here, second half of this conversation about forgiveness, and we're just going to jump right into it. If you look at Luke 17, you're talking about how to deal with offense. But one of those verses in there that really ticks this thing, what, what Pastor's talking about, after it talks about the defense that happens and the brother offending you, then it says, take heed of yourself. Self. Meaning that you can't, you gotta, if you're going to deal with this and deal with anyone being offended or you getting offended, you got to first take heed of yourself. Because this is a problem with people who can't forgive. People who cannot forgive are selfish people. Let me say this, Remy. Me, this too. Me, this is me. Because when I can't forgive, I'm stuck in a perspective that the world should have treated me a certain way. Good God. Oh, my God. Meaning that when I cannot forgive, I'm stuck to the perspective that I didn't deserve what what I received. That this world shouldn't have done me this way. So I can't forgive because I'm stuck in my own perspective. But the moment I break the understanding that this world is a dead world. That this world would not give me everything I expect expect for it to give me. Then I can forgive when wrong is done to me because my my perspective is not stuck in one way. Pastor Pastor Torrance, I like what you said about being selfish. Because... When we're selfish by not forgiving, Psalms 32 says, blessed is the man whose transgressions are forgiven. Yes, sir. There it is. And whose sins are covered. So when I'm selfish by not forgiving, I'm really stopping the blessing of the offender. And who who in the world wants your offender blessed? So I'm realizing (laughs) the fact of the matter is the more I forgive... The more they're blessed because blessings are going to be transferred to me. So there are some (laughs) blessings that are being held up for me because I have not forgiven somebody else. And so they can't be blessed. Pastor Hammond, there is, there is, um, I don't know if this is an African proverb, but Pastor, let let me use you as an illustration. I'm sorry I'm messing up the whole camera and everything. Can you stand? Can you stand? So if Pastor Torrance has, if you have a bruise on your toe, yeah. There is an African proverb, and I think my dad has told me this before. He says, when someone hurts you, ask yourself, are you in pain because you already had a bruise or because of the impact of the injury? Pastor Torrance, you already have a bruise right now. Let's say you don't have a bruise, Woo! and I step on you, right? Yeah. You probably will not feel the pain that much. Yeah. But if you already have a bruise, <laughs> an injury, and I step on you, you, you are going to feel the pain. But you know what? Victims go viral. Pastor, yes, now you are screaming. Yeah. And now you are in pain. And you have seen something to latch onto. And you latch onto my action. Yeah. And you're saying, oh, 
I'm in pain because of what you did. Was I, I was really in pain because I was molested? Woo! Was yeah. I really in pain? Did I go through that because I was molested or because I had an injury before? I don't know. But I know that I was blind, but now I see. I know where I was before, but Say I know it, where I am yeah, right man. now. Yeah. And I want to set someone free today. <laughs> Pastor said, look inwards. The victim always goes viral. Why are you viral? Is it because you were a victim? Woo! Do you know... Haven't taken heed to the self. Do you have an idea that this is, this is laid out in the Old Testament? Do you remember that there was a man named Haman? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Haman... Yes, sir was the king's hangman. Yes, sir. He would take people and hang them for their disrespect to the kingdom. Yes, sir. Yes, Enters sir. the kingdom a young man named Mordecai, Mordecai. who Talk. is related to Esther. Talk, the Bible says that there was a house in the book. that was built for Haman. You're in the book, Rev. There was a house that was built for Haman. Yes, sir. And, and Haman had built gallows yes, sir. to hang Mordecai on. Yes, sir. But the end of the story, because I ain't got time to go through it, but the end of the story tells us that the house that was built for Haman yes, ends up being the house that Mordecai moves into. Talk, Why man. wouldn't you want your enemy blessed? Talk, the brother. more they have, the more you can move into. You ought to want your enemies to have mansions. You ought to want your offenders yes, to have sir. houses they didn't build and vineyards they did not plant. Why? Because the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous and one day Haman's house will be, be yours. yours. Talk, and maybe the reason God has not blessed you enough is because you don't have enough enemies. Oh, so because so he prepares a table in the presence of your enemies. Because if you only had an enemy, you only need a counter. But Woo! when you got many enemies, you can have a table. And I'm asking God, fill the seats. Woo! I don't want a counter. Woo! Fill the seats. Fill the seats. Fill the seats. A boss that you need to forgive. A father you need to forgive. A sister you need to forgive. A brother. And lest I say this with all authenticity, a child that you must forgive because some of you are angry with your child because they act like the person you left. Woo! Come on, man. You're talking. Reverend. Who? It's too much for me. Are you holding hostage? Is it your molester? Is it your ex? Is it your father? Is it your sister? Because there's enough evidence on this stage that they all deserve to be free. Pastor Matthew 6 and 14 says, uh, if you forgive other people against the sins they committed against you, God will forgive the sins, your your sins. So when I heard that scripture, I liken forgiveness as a 401k match. So the more I put in, God has forgiven. God then says, I've got another portion. I'm going to match your forgiveness dollar for dollar. If you forgive, I'm going to match yes, that forgiveness. Yes, if you sir. give, and, and so on your, I had to learn, uh, even on the job, I didn't put all the, the percentage I could because I, di- I, didn't, I felt I couldn't afford. And some people feel they can't afford to forgive people because if I forgive you, I, I, I'm not getting, letting you know how mad I was. If I, yeah, I, they yeah, hold it yeah. hostage. But if, yeah. you can, if you can forgive to the max, yeah. God says, I'm going to match your forgiveness uh, more than, abundantly above all you can ask or think according to that power back that's working on the inside of you. I, God, I, I want to say something about forgiveness. It would be a miss for us to talk about forgiveness and not talk about this because... Someone is going to say, Pastor, you are, you have the details of everything that happens to you. Rema, you know the color of the bed underneath where you were squeezed in. I mean, we have all the details. Is it possible to forgive and not forget? 
And how does that, how does that translate with feelings? Because, and I, and I want to say categorically, yes, mm-hmm. you can forgive. But pastor, I want to hear your perspective um, as our leader. Yes, you can forgive and, not, and, and still remember what happened, but it doesn't have any hold over you. That's why yeah, you do it yeah. by faith. But pastor, I want to hear your perspective on that. And I want you to help us coaches help someone going through this and saying, because it comes back to the question of, am I truly forgiven? There are people there saying pastor has mm. not forgiven because he can remember. Mm. Yes. And, and can you help us? How can you forgive and still remember? How can you go through the lesson and the lesson doesn't make you less? First of all, brilliant perspective. Secondly, we were created to remember. Yes, sir. We were created to remember. Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might sin, not sin against thee. Mm -hmm. We were created to remember. Here's what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is not forgetting the incident. Forgiveness is forgetting the pain. Yeah. I can prove it. I can prove it. Yeah. Forgiveness is not forgetting the incident. It's forgetting the pain. There are women who are watching me right now mm-hmm. that when they are in labor, they are screaming, I'm not having any more children. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. This hurts too bad. I don't want to lose sleep for nine months. I'm tired of my face swelling up. My feet are swollen up. I'm not having any children. And then 12 months later, They are pregnant again because something happens from birth to raising where they remember the day they had the child. They can tell you what time the child was born, but somehow they forget the pain enough to try again. And all I'm saying is try again. Try again. Be fertile enough to try again. Be fruitful enough to try again. Be open enough to try again. They know it hurt, but they don't remember how bad it hurt. And that is what forgiveness is. I remember the incident, but I don't remember the pain. I remember everything my father did. I remember everything he said. But I don't break down and cry right now as if I am weeping as a result of hurt and anger. I'm not angry anymore. I still remember. I remember for the purpose of testimony. I remember for the purpose of testimony. How can we have a testimony if we forget the test? So I am not in a place of unforgiveness because I remember. I am actually in a place of forgiveness because I am testifying about coming out. And I am no longer sulking as a result of being in. And some of you all are watching me right now. You feel the pain of a 10-year-old divorce. Mm. Yes, sir. And you still, you still can't pick up the phone and call your ex. <laughs> yes, sir. And if you saw him in a grocery store, you'd go the other direction. Yeah. 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 And when you get to family functions at the table, you're still talking about that blankety blank ain't nothing and nothing and nothing. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how we know yeah. you still that you out, but you're still in. <laughs> yeah. Because nobody yeah. has conversations about people they don't care about. Yes, sir. <laughs> Man, <come on>. <laughs> <laughs> nobody. Whoa. Help us, help yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is still actively trying to get people not to like somebody they say they don't like. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you don't like a person, yeah. can you please remove them from your conversation? Right. Yeah, Move yeah, on. yeah. <laughs> and you don't understand how many future people, wow. how many future people are disenfranchised yet put off by the fact that every time they're in your presence, you discuss your past. You'd be surprised how many people who are mm. looking you in your eyes saying, how many times are you going to tell me that? Mm. 
how, how many times I got to hear that story? Yeah. How many times? Yeah, I, I know he ain't nothing, but you got anything new? Yeah. I know what she did, but do you have anything yeah, new? Yeah. I remember what happened, Pastor. Yeah. I do. Yeah. You don't think Jesus remembered dying? Yeah. yeah. But he never threw us into the sea of forgetfulness. He threw our sin. Yeah. He decided to forget how he felt. And how do I know? Because when we see him, the immutable, incorruptible flesh of God will still have marks from the, where the nails yes, went sir. in his hand. There will be no holes, but yes, there will sir. be scars yes, sir. as reminders to him of what he did for us. And he still. I think that forgiveness, Jesus came to the earth to forgive. Mm -hmm. And I think it sounds simplistic, but someone is watching and you are one forgiveness away from having the mm. name mm. that is above every name. Yes, okay, sir. someone is saying, okay, you were trying to yes, spiritual. Sir. Let's go to David. Go David ahead. had the opportunity to destroy, but he chose mercy yeah. over Saul. Yeah. And he was still contrite that he even cut a part of his garment. His, yeah. And eventually David becomes what he did not kill. Many people have killed in unforgiveness, what they are supposed to have become. Good because God. they don't have the capacity to forgive. And I'm telling somebody, I know I'm speaking to you right now, wherever you are. If you can forgive. In fact, God will not elevate you to heights of success if you don't have the ability to handle offense. Because the Bible says offenses will come. Period. They must come. Let, let me let me be let's let's be honest here. Luke on this stage, on this, on this stage right now, everybody has offended everybody. Yeah. Correct. Everybody. But everybody has offended everybody. Offenses will come. But we understand that it's not about the offense, the ability to handle, and this is to somebody. This is the difference between your resurrection and your crucifixion. Can you forgive? If you cannot forgive, you're not qualified for resurrection. And I want to speak to every David that is right now. You are looking at a soul. You are about to kill because you have the opportunity. God will always bring the potiphar around you to see what you do. Bring, bring the souls around you to see what you do. And God is saying, if you can pass this test, I will give you the kingdom. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. I believe this is an un chartered moment in history where financial blessings are going to come in ways you have not seen. There is a shift. I was reading an article the other day where it said that just a few moments ago homes were being purchased at alarming rates but for the last two months there are more homes on the market than there were in the previous months. Why? Because the market is shifting. It's going from a seller's market to a buyer's market. And let me tell you something, for those of you all who have been laying up your treasure and who have been putting seed in the ground, God told me to tell you there are things that are getting ready to come that you're going to buy that are going to set you up for the rest of your life. And you're going to do it through the seed. I hear the Spirit saying that you're going to have so much wealth that your interest will take care of your desires. I'm praying that God will bless you in such a way that money will not be an issue for you. As you get ready to give today, I want you to hold that seed in your hand, and I want you to know that all of the power and faith in heaven is backing that seed. Whether you're going to give on GiveLify, whether you're going to give on our app, whether you're going to text it, 
or whether you're going to actually bring it in or mail it in. God knows all of those methods. God's not considering, nor is he concerned with how it's received. The only thing he's concerned about is where it comes from. Make sure it comes from your heart. And I pray, I pray a double portion blessing over your life. God bless you. Let's get back to the message. That, that's Luke 17. Yes, sir. Because he tells you at the beginning of the entire passage, offenses will, will come. come. So then if you have a difficulty in forgiving, it's because you are trapped in your own perspective that offenses should not come. Don't yes, personalize sir. offenses. Don't personalize It's it. generic. And in that same passage of text, he says, take heed of yourself. Because if you cannot forgive, yes. it's more of your problem than it is mine. Pastor Torrance, I th- segue into that. I- I'm reminded, uh, Matthew 18, Peter is talking yes, with sir. Jesus. And he says, he said, Master, how many times should I forgive my brothers and sisters? Seventy. Seventy? <laughs> Jesus said, no, no. <laughs> 70, 70 times, right? 77 yeah, 70, times. So, so yeah. I think about people think forgiveness is a one and done, but forgiveness is multiplication. I got to learn forgiveness in every area of my life. Listen, now, hold on, hold on. Let's stay there. Because there he does say seven Ooh. times and he says, no, 70 times seven. seven. Yes, sir. And, and when you do the math on that, it gives you a, a particular number. I yeah, believe it's 400 something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But. But he's actually saying the original uh, is it's not a amount. It's not, yeah, it's he's not saying an yeah. in, in, innumerable amount, yeah. like that. You have to forgive over and over, over and over and over and over and over again, yes, sir. because we are not divine. See, Jesus died on the yeah. cross, sacrificed yeah. his blood, because his blood reaches from the highest mountain, flows so it covers. So everything that we do in the spirit has been covered by a perpetual sacrifice. Yes, sir. But, but remember, when we were doing the sacrifice in the tabernacle, there had to be a burnt offering every day because, yeah, because so that was, that was, a, uh, that was a reference to Old Testament sacrifice, uh-huh. New Testament. So Jesus, his blood covers all things. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the most important thing about forgiveness is that we have to find the meaning of our suffering. The reason yeah. why Jesus could forgive is because he knew he came. Yeah. He knew yeah. he, he came knew he to came. seek that was, which was lost. Yeah. He knew he came to save that which was, was dangerous and debauchery. He, he knew why he came to forgive the adulterer and, and the liar. So he knew why he came. Yeah. Yeah. And when you know the purpose of your suffering, then forgiveness is not in the future. It's in the present. Yes, sir. Just like uh, I, was, I was talking to somebody the other day. One of their family members had to have surgery, and uh, the wound was so deep that they had to pack it. And I don't know if some of y'all have ever had to take care of somebody, but they had to pack the wound. Sent oh. the per- Sometimes they get sent home Talk. still open. And, and the person has to take all of the galls out of the wound. And every day, pack it with clean dressing. Listen to me. They have to, they have to, they have to dress the wound. Talk, they have to dress Talk. it. And, and if you leave the same dressing in too long, you yeah. get infected. infected. So you got to take out the old dressing. Huh? And you got to put in the new dressing. Why? Because in the physical, all wounds have to be dressed. The reason why most of our lives are infected is because we won't address <laughs> talk, the wound. Reverend. Talk, man. We address it once, and we think that addressing it once 
is enough. But, but the dressing yeah. gets yeah. soiled. The yeah. dressing gets, and you bleed, and you're still bleeding, and, and, and you're still pussing, and you're still, you're still profusely. So, so, so you got to keep addressing it until it no longer bleeds. Until it no longer hurts. I told my mother at 14 years old that I hated her. Mm. Ask her. I apologize for a decade. I never will forget it. We were in our 1991 Navy Blue Escort heading to Taco Bell because she became the manager and me, her, and my sister all worked there at the same time and we were driving to work and I was still having problems with my father and I was still angry and she was telling me I had to work because I couldn't play basketball because I had to help take care of the house and she told me I had to work and I said, I hate you. I, I regret saying it and I apologized for a decade till she looked at me and she said, if you ever apologize to me for that again, I'm going to knock you out. She told me I'm going to knock you out. And my mama meant it. Yeah, if she yeah. said it, she meant it because she had already forgiven me. Yeah, yeah. This is the work of the enemy. That's yeah. why he wants us to believe in a salvation by works and not yeah. a salvation by grace. And we think that every time we sin that we got to go back and say, I'm sorry again. But the old account was settled on the cross. And when Jesus Christ died, he died from, from, from the beginning to the end. He's alpha and omega. Everything that I've ever done is under that original blood drop. He is divine. He addressed it once. I am human. I have to be renewed, renewed. Daily. daily. Yes, sir. I have to address myself every morning. There are new mercies. I've got to address myself every time the sun rises. Yes, sir. I've got to adjust my attitude every, every time, time the sun. Everything, Lord, help me. Everything that human beings do have to be repeated. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I can't eat once and never eat again. Yeah, yeah. You got to do it again. I can't drink water once and never. It is only when I get to the well and drink of him that I will never thirst again. But on this side, I got to drink water every day. Come on, man. Even his mercies are new every morning. My God. You are going to have to address that pain repeatedly. Repeatedly. Until you no longer bleed. Until the wound no longer needs to be addressed. Forgive. Until you forgive. can pull the dressing out and see no stain. Forgive Until you can hug and feel no anxiety. Talk, man. Until you can talk on the phone and be fine when the conversation is over. Until you can see your ex and wish them well. Give them a gift for the wedding. Wish them well. I tell my daughter all the time, I want your mother to do well. Because if she doesn't, you suffer. Yeah. I need her to do well in every area of her life so you don't have to worry about her deficiencies. Yeah. I pray for her every day Ooh. so that my daughter doesn't have a mother who suffers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, brother. That's how I know I forgive pa Pastor, yes, you took, this is, this is why I know this is just, the spirit is leading this conversation because you literally, I'm serious, you literally took the words out of my mind. Because what I wanted to say when you were done with what you're saying is, Pastor, one of the ways practically, because this is a very practical subject, one of the ways that has helped me over the years to forgive anybody is to pray for them. And you literally just said that. That's how you close on your statement. And people think that it is just, this is difficult. Oh, if yeah. you think prayer is difficult, pray for your enemies. Yeah. But you know the thing I've learned about prayer? There is no way you can pray for them and not forgive them. And even if you did not want to forgive them, when you begin to, somebody's going to ask Pastor Torrance, what do you pray for them about? Sometimes mm -hmm. they don't even know they hurt you. Yeah. 
You can pray for them for revelation. I mean, there's a whole lot you can pray about. Yeah. But I want to I give somebody, because someone is asking, okay, how can I do this now? How can I make that move now? First of all, understand that you are forgiven. You were made in God's image. You were forgiven. So you yes. can forgive because you have, you, you have been forgiven. Oof. Freely have you received. Freely can you give. Yes. It's more blessed to give than to receive. So this is, this is not something you're manufacturing. This is something that comes from God. But listen, don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. That's what the Bible says. I think what you have just done is given us the answer because somebody's going to say, well, what do you pack the wound with? Yeah, with prayer. What do you, how do you address it? Yeah. Father, this is what he did. Forgive them. He prayed. Father, I don't understand. This is what Job did. I don't, I don't understand what he's doing to me, but though you slay me. Yeah. Yet will I trust in you. You've got to pack the wound with prayer. That's why you must pray both day and night. You got to do it in season and out of season. When Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane, the Bible says that he was sweating blood. But what was he doing while he was sweating blood? He was praying. He was praying. Lord, help me. Help me with my unbelief. Help me. With my anxiety, help me with my fear, help me with my anger, help me with my hatred. And you got to be honest, God can handle your truth. You don't have to lie to him. You don't have to pretend to be perfect with him. You don't have to pretend like you feel good. You can say, God, I hate him. He's your daddy. He cannot disown you. He cannot turn you away. And if you will forgive, I promise you, he will throw a party, have a robe, a ring, and a fatted calf, and welcome you home. Yes, sir. You don't have to fake with him. You can tell him the truth. God, I hate my ex-husband. I hate my ex-wife. But I want to go to heaven. So help me with my hatred. Yes, sir. I don't want to hate my father. I don't want to hate my mother. I don't want to hate my children. I don't want to hate my brother. I don't want to hate my sister. It's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Hallelujah, God. You can be honest. Hallelujah. You got to go boldly before the throne of grace and throw yourself at the mercy of the court. Yes, sir. The problem with most of us is we treat the kingdom like we treat the court. We think that we have to come out innocent to get off. You can be guilty. Reverend. And still be found innocent. The evidence can be stacked up against you. Your fingerprint can be on the circumstance. But because your father is the judge and your brother is the prosecuting attorney and the Holy Ghost is in the jury box, I guarantee you will be found not guilty even though you committed the crime. Come on. You got to throw yourself on the mercy of the court. Your best weapon is admitting you did it. What was the songwriter trying to get us to understand when he says, I surrender all, all to thee. I give my blessed Savior. You don't have to pretend in the kingdom. There is room at the cross. There is therefore no condemnation 
to them who are in Christ Jesus. And this struggle that you've had with forgiveness, it's a weapon of warfare that the enemy has used to stifle your, your freedom. It's time for you to get free. Stop posting stuff trying to get a message back to somebody you say you're through with. Stop posting fake happiness to show somebody else how happy you really are not. Sometimes you need to get on the internet and admit I'm struggling. I'm taking a social media break because I haven't been able to smile in a week. Where are those posts? Instead of getting on that time, I'm turning up, I'm turning up. But you go home and you cry laying down at night and you're lonely and you're angry and you're frustrated. That's the real truth. And God and Jesus Christ, his grace cannot heal who you pretend to be. Woe unto you who cannot be vulnerable through to the throne of grace. This is what he meant when he said, I call you out of darkness into the marvelous light. Let it go. Past is hard. Yeah, but it's harder to go to hell. Yes, sir. The moment you realize that no one is worth your eternal salvation. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yes, sir. How can you love a God you've never seen and not love men whom you see every day? And as he said in the book of Luke, chapter 17, offenses will come. John 1 and 11 says he came to his own and his own received him not, which means sometimes you will go to forgive and it won't be accepted, but it will leave you acceptable. You won't always be forgiven, but you can always be forgiving. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If I got any superpower, I never hold a grudge. I never hold a grudge. And I, I got a reason. I got a reason. Oh, they make up all kind of stuff about me. Most recently, they put a post out that I was married to my own sister. They say all kind of stuff about me. You know what? I want to give you a word. This is what I've learned in the last two years of my life. I've never been criticized by anybody doing better than me. <laughs> never. Woo! Never. Woo! Not once. Not once. Never. The criticisms, the lies, always come from down here. The applause and the appreciation come from people up here who see me coming. Come up here. I don't know who this word was for. But can I tell you that I can't even hear you, but you are ministering to me. 
I almost literally broke down when Pastor Hammond started talking. Pastor Raymond started talking. They had to take the camera off me. I had to wipe tears out of my eyes and get myself together for you. And then when Pastor Torrance spoke, they flowed yet again. But when it was my turn, I put on my, my strong face. Because we're taught to feel for others, but we don't feel for ourselves. And I thought I would tell you that there's one last person you needed to forgive before you closed your Bible. I wanted to tell you about this little girl, this little boy, this innocent person who was trapped under a brown bed and who was rejected by their natural father who cheated on you, who rejected you, who didn't, that, that person that you dedicated your life and they let you down and perhaps you're the person who let somebody else down. And that's okay because there's another little small person that you have to forgive before you can conclude this cycle. And that is you. Can you forgive you for who you hurt? Can you forgive you for, as the pastor said, for the dead bodies you left behind? Okay, God knows you're not innocent. And innocence was never on the itinerary for grace. You didn't need to be innocent to receive it. Lift up your head, O ye gates. And be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Holy Spirit, heal in the name of Jesus. Under the sound of my voice, there is a broken man, a broken woman, a broken heart, a broken spirit. The very foundation of their trust and the faith hinges on this moment. Forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory forever. Amen. This is your season to forgive. And the person that you're becoming now, at this very moment, the, the woman you're becoming, the man you shall become, you may have a lot of issues. Or as one rapper said, you'll have 99 problems. But forgiveness won't be one. We love you.